I'm just trying to. Hey, bridge builders. Welcome to the Build the Bridge with DB podcast. This is Ray, and I'm here with Josh. And we are your bridge builders in chief at Donor Bridge, the Portland, Oregon based social enterprise on a mission to connect people with resources who want to give and people in need seeking help. Today, we're covering some news out of California that's pretty interesting as it relates to homelessness and how the same problems could become news in Portland if we aren't careful. So, to give you some context today, about a hepatitis outbreak that's been happening in California. And this information is coming from the California Department of Public Health as current from January 12th of this year, 2018. Now, a large hepatitis A outbreak is going on in California. The majority of patients in this outbreak report experiencing homelessness or illicit drug use in settings of limited sanitation. The outbreak is being spread person to person and through contact with fecally contaminated environment. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention notes that person-to-person transmission through close contact is the primary way people get hepatitis A. Specifically, San Diego, Santa Cruz, and Los Angeles counties have declared local outbreak status. Outbreak-associated cases have also been confirmed in other California jurisdictions. And in lieu of this information, a number of municipalities in the California area are trying to find solutions to this outbreak, which is happening. And we have a story about uh, certain municipalities' choice of policy in order to prevent this that uh, is potentially interesting in the sense that it may be only curing a symptom and not the actual cause. Yeah, um, that is all right. So, well, it's not all right, but it's all correct. Um, So we've got this article here from... Fox 12, Oregon, and I'm guessing this story caught their attention because it's about homelessness, and homelessness is quite a problem um, in our community with thousands living on the street. So the headline of this article is 12 charged after passing out food to homeless people. Police arrested 12 people for feeding the homeless at a public park in California, according to multiple reports. A group called Break the Ban organized the event on Sunday to protest a new ordinance in El Cajon that prohibits the distribution of food on city-owned property, the San Diego Union-Tribune reported. Protesters who violated the new law, including a 14-year-old boy, were detained, given citations for misdemeanor offenses, and released. City officials said they passed the emergency ordinance in October to prevent the spread of hepatitis A, but critics have called it a punitive measure to criminalize the homeless. El, I'm just saying this wrong, El Cajon, Mayor Bill Wells told NBC San Diego the city's public park is a hotspot for the virus, which has infected more than 500 people in the county. He said most of these people are homeless. What frustrates me is that it's being portrayed as a heartless act of a city that has no compassion for the homeless, Wells told the station. I couldn't disagree more. The advocacy group vowing to fight the ordinance said it shouldn't be a crime to feed vulnerable people in their city. If I'm going to be arrested for something, let it be for feeding the homeless, Matthew Schneck, who was cited Sunday, told NBC San Diego. I'm not going to apologize for doing the right thing. Break the Band said it will continue to organize food sharing events in the future. An attorney representing the 12 people cited plans to file motions to dismiss the misdemeanors. So if you got all that, 
that means that 12 people were volunteering their time through a group here, it looks like, called Break the Ban, volunteering their time to feed the homeless in a park in California, and were detained by the police for doing just that um, in an effort to uh, enforce a policy that was enacted in October um, to prevent the spread of hepatitis A and um, I, I guess just it prohibits the distribution of food on city-owned property. <laughs> and, and I had to look up, well, a little bit, I had to look up a little bit more about hepatitis A, namely how is it passed, how is it transmitted from people to people. And it's through like oral fecal sort of transmission. So uh, they are choosing to limit the right sort of activities. Basically, if you aren't clean and you don't wash your hands or you touch something and then eat food or share it with someone, you can pass hepatitis A. However, the main problem, as I see it, is that there's people on the street who are living in absolute squalor conditions and unable to clean themselves. If they had the ability to clean themselves, then they wouldn't be passing hepatitis A to people. And if it mm. is an outbreak, it's looking like there is an increase of homelessness or at least a, a, de a decrease in the ability for people who are on the street to right. clean themselves. Yeah, I guess since it's really like, uh, you know, there's a health issue, but there's also uh, a hygiene issue because with proper hygiene, the hepatitis A won't necessarily be spread. So you'd think that maybe it would be illegal only to hand out food on city-owned property if you didn't bring like hand sanitizer with you or something, because it sounds mm -hmm. like it's that simple to prevent the spread. Um, I could see like open sores or people coughing and sneezing maybe being an issue. So mm -hmm. there might have to be like extra precautions with that to really um, prevent the, the spread of hepatitis A. But um, this law, I think what it lacks or what we don't see in the context here is like what efforts are being made to help these homeless folks that have hepatitis A. Like I don't think the emergency measure when there's an outbreak of hepatitis A, like the priority maybe shouldn't be like ban handing out food on city owned property. I mean, it should be probably something that's going to stop it from being spread kind of in all instances, which would be attacking the problem at the source. And it sounds like it's the conditions in which these homeless people are living. Um, I, I guess, yeah, I'm just wondering, like, is, is handing out like food on city owned property really one of the biggest concerns in spreading hepatitis A? Like, couldn't you get it from like touching like a sink or like a something in a bathroom that's like a like just a public area? Like, wouldn't that be just as risky as handing out food? I don't know. Toilet seats. My parents always told me you could get hepatitis from toilet seats. Yeah. Make sure you use the cover and everything. I guess I was um, I was with a friend the other day who was talking about um, homelessness and how I was on. Excuse me. I was on the phone with him and. Um, He's this really nice guy that works in uh, advertising down in uh, the L.A. area, actually. And when he was in high school, there was this – I think it was high school this or maybe college. This motivational speaker um, came to his school who had been homeless in the past and um, was presenting to the whole school about kind of his life story he said hello to the audience. The audience said hello back. 
And then the speaker um, thanked everybody and said, thank you so much for acknowledging my presence up here. And he went on to explain how when he was homeless, he felt invisible. And I think what's really interesting about this ban on feeding people on city-owned property is it takes away opportunities for interactions that make people on the streets feel visible. Feel like people. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, like, it's hard to – it's just difficult because I'm not, like, a health professional. Like, I don't know enough about hepatitis A to be like, this is really helping. But – I've like been reading enough and learning enough about homelessness to say that this could definitely negatively affect homeless people between not putting food in their bellies from people who are willing to help them and not actually preventing hepatitis A. Um, it might prevent the spread of it that could happen like in a million other scenarios I could think of in, in a mm -hmm. city on city property or public like public spaces. Um, I guess, yeah, I'm just kind of lost on how this is like where, where this policy adds value to healing the community. Exactly. And I know it's of particular interest to us because one thing we say down in Portland and that a lot of our viewers and Portlanders have been saying is the conditions of downtown or, and in the general Portland metro area, area, they're getting a bit more unsanitary. Thing, there's getting to be too many people without homes, living in areas, and they don't have the proper access to resources in order to accurately clean themselves up and to live with dignity, which then sort of spills over into the rest of the city. And we may be looking at a very potential thing that could be happening to Portland, not so much a policy like this, but a hepatitis outbreak. And that's something that would horrifically affect the city and the people who live here, especially downtown, because it's going to be concentrated downtown. And I think it's important for us to think about better solutions to problems like this and encourage others who are passionate about public health and homelessness, those intersections right there, to start doing something, get a little fire in their belly and think about, well, what else can we do? Is the government of this California municipality like what else are they are they doing? Are they providing any sort of initial supplementary help to people who have hepatitis A? Are they creating more stations in order for people to clean themselves? So from this sort of policy in California and situation they're having, we as Portlanders can see how we would want to do things differently. And that's why I think this is a really great story for us to be covering today. Definitely. Um... So we will be sure to put up a link on um, our Instagram and our Twitter and on our Facebook, just wherever we're sharing um, this podcast to the article on kptv.com. Um, kind of interesting. There is a link at the bottom of the article that says take action and it leads to a website called publicgood.com. And at this website, it's all about ending poverty, and then it shows a bunch of people running. Um, I'm not sure what they're running from. Um, but it says, take action on 12 charged after passing out food to homeless people. And so it gives you a couple buttons. One is show your support. Um, another is sign up for updates. 
Another is donate to this cause. So you got like a social media share, sign up for the newsletter, and then give them money. Exactly. Um, and this, your support helps three organizations working on this cause. One, it looks like, is public good. Another is, well, okay, hold on. One is Friends of the Children. Okay, yeah, yeah. One is Friends of the Children. Another is Central City Concern. And then the other is the I Have a Dream Foundation. So it looks like this is sort of trying to um, get people when they're like passionate about like an issue that they're reading about to take action pretty quickly. Um, I would say that like if this is something you feel like doing, go for it. But um, it's not clear like how any of these buttons that you click are going to help the people with hepatitis A. Yeah. Um, maybe it will. I'm, I'm not really sure. I mean, it, the, the cause here is ending poverty, and I'm pretty sure the article was about ending hepatitis A. Um, in a public that, health crisis. Yeah, not that, like, poverty and hepatitis A aren't connected. Like, they, they said in this outbreak, a lot of people that are experiencing hepatitis A are also experiencing homelessness. Um, they, they mentioned illicit drug use, but... Um, Interesting website. Interesting website. Exactly. And Ray, I think you bring up an amazing point and the process that you went through is something I encourage everyone listening to do. I want you all to be critical of the causes that you support and the language and the ways that they engage with you on how you should be supported and how they lead you in order to get there. In this an instance with this Fox 12, looks like they have a nonprofit partner, this public good. Uh, organization and they their organization may not be the most direct solution it seems to the article that they were featured in right there so yeah I'm still reading a bit of a disconnect even though it was like a cool attempt to do something Mm -hmm. that like makes action out of people's feelings while they're reading Mm -hmm. and you know I know a lot about friends of the children they're a great organization they help a lot of kids there is tons of homeless youth in Portland there's tons of homeless youth everywhere and they need help Central City Concern looks like it's more based around the municipality. Oh, and they have two social enterprises in Portland. Oh, really? Yeah, they do a coffee shop that employs um, the homeless. And then they have a furniture company that makes furniture that's resistant to bed bugs, which I think is good in some of the poor conditions that people are living in in Portland. And it may also be helped, like, run by the homeless. Very cool. Um, Very cool. And then I don't, yeah, I mean, I'm guessing these organizations are on there because they're all great. Um, Absolutely. I don't think KPTV would slap somebody on there that's like super controversial. Exactly. It doesn't seem like a move that a media company would make. Um, So I have some numbers here that I wanted to conclude on just to make sure you see, statistically speaking, what the hepatitis A outbreak looks like in California, and um, it might help you understand why paying attention to what's going on with this outbreak and how we interact with the homeless is pretty critical. So um, in San Diego, there have been 576 cases of hepatitis A, um, which resulted in 395 hospitalizations and 20 deaths. In Santa Cruz, there's been 76 cases of hepatitis A, which resulted in 33 hospitalizations and one death. In Los Angeles, there's been 12 cases, 8 hospitalizations, 0 deaths. In other areas, there's been 24 cases, 13 hospitalizations, 0 deaths for a 
terrifying total of 688 cases of hepatitis A in California, which resulted in 449 hospitalizations and 21 deaths. So um, it'd be interesting to see them break down like where the law like prevented in numbers, like by yes. not feeding people on city-owned property, like how many less cases did we have? Completely. I, I'm not clear like where the the data-driven like decision-making happened on that policy. I don't know. Did they even use data when they made the policy? Or did they say, hey, you know, maybe we should just stop people from being able to share food with each other? No idea. Uh, on that note, if you are living in this municipality and want to give food to homeless people, I saw from the comments that uh, someone looked up the law and you can actually pass out food if it's a birthday party, a youth sports uh, celebration, or like a baptism. So you can just say it's one of those things, and then the police legally cannot arrest you. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, so you can just have like birthday parties, getting baptized. It's like a, also a sport event? Or what, like, what was you the can, sports party? You don't have to mix them all together. But that'd be like amazing, like <laughs> just to like... I don't know. Maybe it's a, maybe I'm being a bad influence. I'd be kind of like trolling the police. But anyways. You just need to basically have a birthday party and then invite everyone. <laughs> wow. Invite um, the city. Yeah, so uh, our suggestion is have a, um, have a great big birthday party where you hand out food to the homeless because nobody's going to stop you on your birthday. Um, when's the last? Yeah. That's the law. That's the law. <laughs> Well, Bridge Builders, thanks for listening to the Build the Bridge with DB podcast. I'm Ray. And this is Josh. And we are your Bridge Builders-in-Chief at Donor Bridge, the Portland, Oregon-based social enterprise on a mission to connect people with resources who want to give and people in need seeking help. Talk to you next time. And thanks for listening. Because I'm just trying to...